Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Today we're welcoming award-winning Squid Game and Parasite composer Jail Jung onto the podcast to talk about his incredible scores and his brand new album, Listen. It is an absolute pleasure to be speaking to you today. How are you? Pleasure is mine. Oh. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Um, other than everyone in England's got a cold at the moment, but we won't dwell on that. <laughs> uh, whereabouts are you? Yeah, I'm in Seoul. I'm in my studio. Wonderful, wonderful. And how has yeah. um, how has this year been for you so far? I know it's very early on in the year. Have you been really busy or are you constantly busy with new projects? Uh, well, uh, now I'm working on... Uh, the next film of Mr. Director Bone, it's called Mickey 17, and it's just got started uh, on January, the middle of January. And it it's supposed to be done by this, uh, hopefully in September, by September, and I'm working on it right now. Oh, wow. Incredible. Well, knowing him, it's bound to be probably Oscar winning or something. He never misses, does he? So this is exciting. <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, I went to London last uh, October because uh, the studio was in, lives in London. It's by Warner Brothers. And uh, many, uh, many UK artists are involved in this project. Okay, I don't think I've even heard about this film yet. Maybe I need to read Empire Magazine mm-hmm. again. Is there a trailer yet, or is it just too soon? Is there? Uh, there is a trailer. One trailer. There is. Okay, it's released. I'm going to watch it after. Mickey that. Seventeen. Mickey yeah. Seventeen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm supposing you're probably not allowed to talk about it too much, so I won't press you. I don't want to get you in trouble with Warner Brothers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not at this stage, anyway. We'll wait till it's out and catch up later. But um, oh, okay. So All let's right. talk about um, your new album, which you are allowed to talk about. So that is Listen. So this is out oh, on lovely. the twenty fourth. You. Oh, you're welcome. The twenty fourth of February, right? And it's an intimate piano based album featuring warm cinematic strings, and it's inspired by nature, humanity, and the need to listen to the planet and one another. So when did you first start to think about the concept for this album then? Well, uh, it's a bit long story because uh, I've been working on, uh, I've been composing for almost 25 years and I've never, well, I've uh, released my solo album about 20 years ago in 2004. But after that, uh, I just failed to be a single songwriter and I just become, I just became a music director, uh, mm. make music for another project, another artist, like such as film, dance performance, pop singers. Yeah, I've been doing that for 20 years and uh, thankfully, I just, uh, released uh, this album, which is a film project, which is called uh, Sums. And Decca Records just recognized it. And they suggested me to do my own thing in 20 years. So uh, I had to, uh, uh, first time I was a little bit afraid because I was too far from uh, my own project. So uh, I've 
thought about it for months. And uh, yeah, I think it's quite right time to do my own thing. So I decided to accept the uh, proposal. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I've thought about it. Uh, just right after the Oscar, uh, right after Parasite has won the Oscar, pandemic started. And I couldn't go, I couldn't go anywhere for two years, almost two years, more than two years. And uh, I've thought about it. I was a little bit uh, vulnerable, mm. uh, uh, powerless. How art is so powerless to this tragedy? And I thought we didn't listen to each other. We didn't love each other. And mm-hmm. we didn't listen to the se- the voice of this beautiful planet, animals. So I think we got a punishment by pandemic. Well, I'm very used to listen because I work for another artist. I hope everybody could listen, uh, me as well, uh, to each other more. Mm. So uh, I decided to take the title as listen. It's too simple, too obvious, but I think it's too essential for, for us now. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I'm. My language is musical instrument. My first language, I guess. So, I'm very comfortable in front of the piano uh, more than I speak in tongues. Okay, that's, so that's I, common for musicians. <laughs> <laughs> So I decided to uh, make my first album as a piano solo Mm. Uh, and orchestra, the string orchestra, the the Western uh, typical orchestra is a second instrument for me. So um, I want this album sounds like uh, my very intimate feelings. Uh, more than language, more than words. Uh, that's why I chose piano and orchestra as a main instrument for this album. And uh, I, I went deep, deeper, deep inside of my heart. Uh, where am I? What I have to do uh, as an artist? Uh, well, sometimes I feel art is really powerless. It, it cannot change the world. But uh, I truly believe art can soothe one's soul. Art can feed. Uh, art, can put, art can put a seed in one's soul. And uh, an art touched by, uh, uh, a soul touched by the art could change the world. I kind of believe that. So I hope this could be a little tiny seed or uh, just uh, saying hello to other people. 
and we can to we can listen to each other we can feel each other's soul and we could something we could do something good for this world uh that's the first uh concept uh that i started with that's a beautiful sentiment i think thanks Welcome. Um, so the only track people can listen to at the moment, because uh, it's not out yet, mm-hmm. it's on Spotify, etc., is The River, which is a beautiful, mm-hmm. maybe quite somber piano track, I thought when I was listening to it. So what can you tell me about mm-hmm. this piece um, and what inspired it and what you were thinking about? Uh, mm, well, uh, all pieces are uh, based on uh, improvisation. Uh, so I needed a place to, uh, needed a place to be stuck, to be locked. Uh, so I, I just choose this beautiful studio, which is called Rainbow, which is in Oslo, Norway. Uh, for me, Scandinavian, uh, Scandinavian Peninsula is a very innocent ancient for me. Uh, And uh, I'm very, uh, I love cold weather as well. So I decided to stuck in the studio. Uh, And thankfully the studio, uh, the engineer Martin Abramson just uh, uh, let me used the studio for weeks in a row and I just improvised uh, many times and I just uh, and I just uh, got an idea about just getting chords not melody chords uh, chords playing as uh, just as I'm walking or water flowing so in that way i just started improvising and uh it just came out uh with improvising in uh 10 or 20 minutes and then i just uh kept the fragments and kept the ideas and it became uh this song the river Okay, and there are um, seven tracks on the album. So are they designed to be listened to in order? Does that matter? Is that how you imagine people sitting down and listening to the entire thing? Well, uh, yeah, as an artist, uh, I really hope uh, people could listen to from the beginning to the end uh, at one time. But it's up to audiences, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I <laughs> wasn't sure if it was specific and they needed to go on this journey, track one to seven, but no, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was reading a bit about your history. So you're obviously well known for your classical emotive pieces of music, but I think people will be surprised because your roots are actually in rock and roll and death metal. I was surprised. So I never would have guessed that. <laughs> is it true one of your biggest influences is this um, death metal band Carcass from the UK? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I can still play their songs, 
in drums and guitars. <laughs> I really love their sounds. And uh, well, I I started piano when I was four, but it was my mom's uh, intention. My mom just uh, mom just gave me a lesson, but. I really wanted to play guitar when I was 10 because I just fell in love with Metallica and I practiced Metallica for uh, 15 hours a day. Wow. Well, those are hard pieces on guitar as well. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard even now. And uh, well, for that, metal music, heavy sound is very important for me. And still, uh, when I'm composing uh, the pieces like uh, very classical scores or this album, uh, someone could hear the influence of heavy sounds, heavy chords. And would you, um, do you still have a, a deep desire someday to maybe be in a rock band or a death metal band? Well, uh, I'm a little bit old for that. But <laughs> no, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to make something with my uh, guitars, electric guitars. Yes. I, I often use, use them right now, but uh, I want to meet a really good rock producer and make really good sound someday. Yes. Well, it sounds like you're quite busy on all of these Oscar-winning films at the moment, so maybe if you have a day off one day, you could think about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Amazing. Um, if you wouldn't mind, I would love to ask you about um, the score you composed for Squid Game. So um, uh -huh. it was so huge. Obviously, it's Netflix's most-watched TV series ever still. So I looked, and it's yeah. 1.65 billion hours. I think I'm a few of those, for sure. Um, One point, wow. <laughs> 1.65 billion is the official update. Wow. <laughs> so I think just everyone saw this, unless not children, hopefully. That would be terrible. Um, right. <laughs> but um, were right. you surprised by its global success, uh, especially given that it's Korean? I don't mean that how it sounds. I mean, a lot of times foreign audiences struggle with subtitles, as silly as that sounds. It's not in English, is it? So, But it was just this global Hit. What did you think about that? Well, uh, nobody uh, expect expected this this phenomenon. And uh, well, to be honest, I'm a person who works in a backstage on a backstage, mm -hmm. uh, so I cannot feel this phenomenon not that much. I but I. But uh, I think it's a little surreal for me. Well, the film Parasite as well. Uh, did this really happen in the world? <laughs> like that. <laughs> but I'm just uh, doing my own business. Just I'm working on other projects in my studio alone. So that's it. <laughs> so you're just concentrating on the task and then it's out in the world and then, you know, it's, it's done for you. Yeah. That, that does make sense yeah. actually. But, um, what did you think when you first heard the concept of the show? Obviously it sounds quite fun at first and then it's incredibly violent. Um, what did you think? Were you excited to be a part of it? Well, uh, first of all, I really, uh, I'm a huge fan of this director, Hwang Dong Hyuk. Uh, because his previous work called uh, A Fortress, it was ancient Korean story. 
uh, a nonfiction story. I I really like the film. I watched it several times, more than 10 times. Mm-hmm. So he just gave me a script. Wow, this this director recognized me. And uh, when I read the script, it was very brutal, but it was very interesting. So uh, it has it, sorry, it had a speed uh very logical mm-hmm. uh brutal very dynamic but uh the most important thing was humanity there was a humanity and humanity uh well we can say humanity wins but uh i'm not sure who is the winner who is the loser mm. it's a little bit uh yeah uh confusing but we have to have that humanity. That's the uh, most important part of this story. I liked it. And uh, despite of those brutality, I decided to uh, make uh, scores for this film. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of the music in the show is performed on children's instruments like recorders and castanets. Um, yeah. I know it has traditional Korean instruments as well, but um, did you get the inspiration for the, maybe the the children's instrument element, given the seemingly innocent nature at first of the games, you know, red light, green light. Um, of course, it right, doesn't turn right. out to be so innocent, but <laughs> when did you decide to take this approach with the um, the children's instruments for some of it? Well, uh, in the first place, uh, there was no children's instruments. Really, uh, it was just a it was just a plan B, something uh, unique, uh, something uh, bizarre. Uh, in the first place, there was very uh, serious sounds like pianos, uh, rock guitars, and uh, electric electronic synthesizers. But one day I just, uh, the children's instruments just came up to my mind. And uh, because, you know, uh, children's are not good in playing. So they're out of out of pitch, out of rhythms. Especially recorder. Make... It's very shrill, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I, I, I'm sure uh, it could uh, make people annoying or uh, a little bit scary in a very bizarre way and uh i but i uh it but i wasn't sure the director could like it what the fuck is this uh i expected that but he really liked it (laughs) but uh he just uh said to me uh let's keep this as a plan b because it makes a little bit uh it the sound makes this film a little bit uh, B-class film, uh, underground film, mm. and he didn't like it. But uh, as time goes by, he thought this unique, bizarre sound could be uh, the best fit for this film, and he decided to use it instead of a serious sound. Incredible. I think it's 
really what part of what some of the it makes it stand out in a lot of ways so i think it's a really key part of it you can really hear it in the squid game um main theme way back when can't you with the recorder yeah what well, can you tell me about um how you composed the main theme and the feeling you wanted to capture with it mm-hmm. well it was very simple uh because it uh, starts with a children's game and all games are children's game we all know that and very simple everybody could learn it in in a minute so uh i just uh well in uh, korean elementary school and even in middle school they have a they have a day off for sports games mm-hmm. so everybody everybody in the school gathers uh sometimes even their parents gathers and therefore a sports game they are all in this squid game uh six games seven games and uh when they when they are doing sports games uh they uh they have cheering rhythm uh to to win my team to make a win my team it's uh it's called three applause of 337 it goes like everybody in korea knows that rhythm and i just started to grab it and above that i uh i just improvised recorder by myself and the melody just came out well the tr- uh to be honest uh there is uh there is a pitch which is out of tune it's not intended uh i just uh wanted to just uh play play d note but I'm not a good recorder pl- recorder player, so it became just D sharp. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I tried to fix it. And uh, when I heard uh, playing D notes, uh, a little bit awkward. I I got every everybody got used to D sharp, so we just decided to keep it that way, and. Yeah, and the way back then just came out that way. Oh, what a brilliant, happy accident. I think it's obviously better <laughs> that it's sharp because it makes you think something's not quite right. And you're about to find out, absolutely, they were as well. So, yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> another one which I really like is the honeycomb scene where they have to cut out the shapes or die. Um, so mm. <laughs> this is a really interesting example of your score because the score is quite fun and light considering mm. what's at stake. Um, it contrasts quite nicely with them looking really absurd, frantically licking these shapes when, when they could die at any moment. Um, mm-hmm. So <laughs> what was your approach for that scene? Uh, I approached first uh, with percussions, mm. uh, Eastern percussion, like uh, a percussion which is played in the temple, uh, very big. Uh, it's called taiko or dego, uh, very big drums. Uh, you know, it's a very silly, very small game. 
but you could have died for that. It was little, it was really scary. So I, I decided to start with uh, percussions to like uh, heartbeats, heartbeats, very loud heartbeats. Mm. And, uh, but at the same time, it's very funny game, very, you know, you leak the honeycomb and all that. Uh, so I think a little bit of um, gypsy, uh, Roman music, mm. right? A French Roman or uh, Balkan Roman music with uh, accordions and uh, castornets, uh, dulcimer. Uh, I think those elements could uh, help uh, to make those uh, awkward, silly feelings, mm. but uh, desperate at the same time. Yes, yes. And there's, of course, many, many wonderful moments in the series. When Sangwoo betrays Ali, I'm still not over that. There's a very simple beautiful piano part of yours over that it really uh, hits home um yeah it's really lovely even though the moment is just so awful that is sweet poor man still can't get over it but um <laughs> do you have a favorite uh, scene of yours um from the series that you like to score uh there's a well uh just just the scene that you have mentioned mm. uh there is a score called i remember my name uh number one uh number one uh has just defeat in the game and he just died and uh well in that episode uh i had to uh i had to make desperate feelings and uh, a friendship, you know, in that episode, you have to kill that, uh, kill someone who is very close to close to you. So, uh, how could I express that desperate, very vulnerable, sad feelings? And I decided to uh, find a which is very uh, analog and very uh, intimate sound. And I found this uh, piano called Una Corda. Uh, it's, uh, well, piano is usually uh, have two strings for one note, two or three strings for one note, but it has just one string and it has a felt upon the uh, strings. So it makes very uh, warm, and very uh, deep sound as well. And I found that instrument's quite good. So the main instrument for that episode is una gota. Uh, when I had to uh, express those vulnerable feelings, I just played una gota. And uh, well, uh, you love someone, but you have to kill him. That's uh, that's that's a big tragedy mm. and uh so what is what is 
right? What is wrong? And uh, after that, how could I live with those trauma? That's why I like this episode very much. And uh, I love the score uh, called I Remember My Name. Mm, it's such a wonderful song. Um, I know, you. um, oh, you're welcome. Squid Game was um, renewed by Netflix for a second season, which is exciting. So are you allowed to say, are you working on the score for that? Or are you going to be working on the score for that at some point? Uh, I'm not sure yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, moving on. Don't get you in trouble with Netflix either. <laughs> we love you, Netflix. We didn't say anything bad about you. Um, <laughs> and, okay, so I'd love to talk about Parasite a bit as well. So you've got a knack, I think, for working on these huge films and TV shows. So the film went on to win four Oscars, including uh, Best Picture, which everyone wants to win. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. of course, you've worked with the director of four, and you're working with him now, of course. You worked on him that beautiful film, Okja. My brother became vegetarian yeah. after watching that. I'm not joking. Oh, really? Yes. Lovely. <laughs> I know that wasn't the intention, but he was so disturbed and moved by it. He said, I can't do this anymore. Um, so uh, was was there a, a specific way the director or you wanted the the score in Parasite to sound? Did you want to subtly convey the feeling something wasn't as it seems with the music? Well, uh, Mr. Bong, director Bong has a very... Uh, very detailed image images about music about the score and he suggested me to find a very concentrated sound concentrated to uh the core uh i i didn't know what it is uh but i had to find it and um he suggested me to have uh, just one concentrated sound uh, from the top to the end. And we found uh, string instruments because strings are uh, very dynamic and sometimes it's very uh, warm, but sometimes it's very cold and very uh, disturbing. Sometimes it's really beautiful. So I think uh, strings could be the best instrument. String orchestra could be the best instrument for this film. And uh, he suggested me uh, barrack-style music at the same time because uh, the poor family just acting like uh, they are, mm, they could be rich mm. people, but which is not, which, which they could not. And uh, he said a barracks uh, feeling like a, a very noble, uh, very beautiful, but sometimes it's a little bit uh, funny at the same time. He's, he, he felt that. He felt that way about barrack music. And uh, I'm a self-taught musician a uh, self-taught orchestrator and i just i just tried to imitating uh, barrack music and uh well i called it pseudo barrack something bizarre thing just came out and mm. it's just quite it's just perfect fit for the poor family so uh yeah in that way i just scored a uh, parasite 
Okay, and I, I know you have told this story dozens of times. I hope you will humour me. But the the main theme, um, the belt of faith, I know the director wasn't happy mm. with your first six attempts. So please tell me about All how right. a hangover saved the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it was quite, uh, well, uh, quite difficult. Uh, the film uh, goes to another level, another level at this point it's a eight minute sequence um that means you had to compose a song eight minutes long and uh if the director didn't like it i had to make another eight minute song that uh took a lot of time and uh by Virgin on Virgin uh, six maybe. I just thought, well, this is the final. Well, uh, I can't uh, uh, compose better than this Virgin, and I just let him listen. He didn't like it either, so I just drank uh, tons of wines <laughs> at night, <laughs> and my manager just grabbed me to uh, to a restaurant. Uh, to uh, make uh, make me eat, and the next morning I just woke up with hangover and just sit right in front of the piano, improvised it uh, without any thoughts, just improvised it. Uh, I felt vulnerable and very uh, felt powerless. Well, uh, I, I can let him listen this too, uh, without any thoughts, without any uh, dreams. I just let him listen, and he liked it. That's how it came. Oh, I'm glad. I'm so glad for you. I hope you don't have to do that every time. Drink so much wine to get this amazing piece of music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, yeah. And sometimes uh, you have to. Uh, Make you have to compose thoughtless sometimes. I it's uh, it's necessary, yeah, just to zone out or something and not try so hard. It seems like it's in it in mm. a way it came to you naturally by however oh, it was yes, meant yes. to in the end, yeah, without sitting down to try. Okay, amazing. Um, so you're you've got your own studio, haven't you? Um, our yeah. readers and listeners are always curious just to hear a bit about what's in there. What have you got in there in terms of any essential bits of kit that you couldn't do without, for instance, I don't know, your studio monitors or your digital audio workstation, any plugins, or is there mm-hmm. anything that you um, always reach for when you're in the studio? Well, uh, my studio is quite big and quite tall, but there is nothing Nothing. Uh, <laughs> nothing. Just just a piano and my laptop okay. and my guitar. That's it. Keeping it simple. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I get inspired by empty spaces, so I try to be minimal as minimal. Yeah, I try to be minimal, and so I have my grand piano, my three guitars, acoustic, uh, electric bass guitars, and my laptop, that's it. And uh, tons of books instead of instruments. 
Okay. And uh, so uh, I cannot do uh, professional recording in my studio. So when I need a uh, recording, I go to another professional studio. That makes sense. Okay. Don't change a thing. It's clearly working very well. So everything as it is, <laughs> you'll be fine. Um, okay. So obviously listen is out soon. So that's very exciting next month. Will you be celebrating when that comes out? Maybe with some more too much wine? <laughs> oh yeah. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. It must be a nice um, thing to have it out in the world. Are you looking forward to everyone hearing it? Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, and I've just been looking up um, the new film. So Mickey 17. So this has got some really big oh, really? names in it. Tony Collette, Robert Patterson. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, Warner Brothers, like you said, and um, out later this year. Oh, no, maybe out next year. Not sure yet. But, um, well, that sounds like a really exciting one that's definitely going to be a big film just by those actors alone <laughs> and this director. So I'm so glad you've got so many exciting projects on the horizon to keep you busy. It must be great. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm trying to do my best. (laughs) Well, you're doing very well with your best. So keep, keep going. Keep going. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you, to talk about all these incredible um, projects you've been working on. Pleasure is mine. Thank you so much. We would... We, we Thank would, you so much. We would love to welcome you back one day, maybe when the new film's out, and talk about that sometime. Yeah, it'd be lovely. Okay, when we're allowed to talk about it, of course. Um, okay, well, you have a wonderful day, and thank you again. Thank you so much. Bye. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.